Thank you for listening to the Streams Church Weekly Sermon Podcast. We are a community that strives to know Jesus and make Him known. If you like our podcast, subscribe and leave us a great rating on Apple Podcasts. Thank you, and we hope you enjoy. Youth Sunday. And they let me speak. I don't know why. That's what makes sense, doesn't it? You probably add up all the ages here, and they didn't get to me. Well, Jackie was there, so what? That was bad. Hey, JP, thanks for a great word. Very appropriate for the day. I'm going to take you on a journey, all right? You going to go on a journey with me? Thank you. Um, so, 18 years ago, I was the executive pastor of Living Streams Church in downtown Phoenix. And Pastor Mark Buckley, who's a senior pastor, went away on an elk trip. It's not elk season yet, right? It's coming right up. Maybe he hunts elk. I think it's coming up another month. So he went away on elk elk, and he um, really felt like the Lord had directed him by this eagle <laughs> to find this elk. And he, and he, sorry, Peter, friends, he shot it and ate it. And so um, his wife actually had to come dress it. He's a little squirmish about blood, so if you know Pastor Mark... So Christina, if you met Christina, you could understand why. She came and dressed it out. So he came back and he was talking to me about that. He goes, I don't know why. I can feel so led in this moment here, but I come back to the church and I just don't know what to do sometimes. I'm confused. And I asked him, I said, well, what is it in your heart that you've been called to do? Like the Lord has spoke to you. He goes, I really think we need to have this umbrella over all of Phoenix where... Um, we just have churches that are family churches and there's one umbrella. And we should plant a church. And I said, that's great. Let's do it. And he goes, okay, why don't you pray about it? You be the person, right? So I prayed about it you know, with my wife. And we were waiting. It took me a month to sort of process that. And I, in the middle of the night, one night, I had this very vivid dream. I can't remember what time, 2.33. And it was, I was reading Psalm 105. And so um, I, I woke up. And I immediately went to Psalm 105. Psalm 105 is a story of praise, of God taking the people, uh, calling the people out and taking them through uh, Egypt to the promised land. So I'm going to read you a couple of verses. We're going to go through my journey, right? It says, Give praise to the Lord. Proclaim his name. Make known among the nations what he has done. Sing to him. Sing praise to him. Tell of all his wonderful acts. Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Look to the Lord in his strength. Seek his face always. Remember the wonders he has done, his miracles and the judgments he pronounced. You, his servants, the descendants of Abraham, the chosen ones, the children of Jacob. He is the Lord our God. His judgments are on all the earth. Can you take me just down one notch on the sound? Thank you. Um, in all the earth. Now I don't know where I'm at. Remember the wonders he's done, his miracles and the judgments he announced. You, servants of descendants of Abraham, the chosen ones, the children of Jacob. He is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. He remembers his covenant forever. The promise he has made for a thousand generations. The covenant made with Abraham and the oath he swore to Isaac. He confirmed it to Jacob as a decree to Israel as an everlasting covenant. To you... I will give the land of Canaan a portion that you will inherit. So when I read that, and we're going to read a little more of this in a little bit, I just had this passion and this vision that God was calling me out um, to start a church um, like he called Israel out of, out of Egypt into the promised land. So 
we started, I started driving around the West Valley. I knew it was West. And uh, I would open up Psalm 105 and read it. And then I'd drive a little bit and look and read it, drive a little bit, trying to figure out where God was planning us. And so Jason Backus, some of you know him, he was my partner in crime of planning the church with me. He lived in Avondale. So we really felt like this might be it. And the reason is, I know it sounds a little bit corny, if you've been to Garden Lakes, it has reeds in, in the water. It sort of looks like maybe we're in the River Nile type of thing. You see the reeds everywhere. You can't really see that in Arizona except for Garden Lakes. And I'm like, well, this sure looks like a little bit like Egypt to me. But we, <laughs> why not? Um, and so uh, the promised land or whatever. So we hadn't found a building to meet in. And we were just a couple months away from starting the church. And so I went and I was with our worship leader, Alan uh, Wells. Alan Wells um, was our worship leader, and we were just, and I just prayed. It was like the first of July, middle of July. I said, Lord, we need a building by August 1st. Like, you need to provide this building that we can meet in by August 1st. But it kept going, and I was getting nothing. So on July 27th, I think it was, I got a call from a woman whose daughter was in softball with Sarah out here. Softball was on a Sarah was on a competitive team in softball, and she was the administrator of the Four C's Church. How many people remember Four C? Four, like four, is that C four? They called it, right? C four, yeah, C four. And so um, Melissa calls me and she goes, "Hey, have you guys found a place for a building yet?" I go, "No." She said, "Well, the vice principal of Westview High School wanted to know if I knew of any churches that could move in here when we leave to our new building." So you got to be kidding me. She said, no. And the price was like at least a half, if not less, than everything else that I had ever seen out there. And so I called the vice principal. The next week, we met on like the 29th. And by the 30th, we had the contract signed for us to start meeting at Westview High School. And uh, we had 45 people that had been praying for that month. And that counted kids. Bassett's there with us. You guys had four kids, right? That's six of the 45 right there. I, we had four, that's 10. So 45 counting kids. And we, we did a big advertising campaign. Living Streams took up an offering, and we were overwhelmed with what God had given, a $40,000 offering for us to plant the church. And um, so we did this big campaign marketing. And that first Sunday, I think it was 128 people uh, counting our 45 came to the service. Many were friends that had to get, and then by the end of that month, we settled at about 75 people. So we knew that was probably our core going forward. And um, let me read a couple of the scriptures here. 13 through 15 says this. They wandered from nation to nation, <laughs> from one kingdom to another, but he allowed no one to oppress them for the sake he rebuked kings. Do not touch my anointed ones. Do my prophets no harm. So that first service was October 3rd, 2004. We were in the Westview cafeteria. And if you were there, the, the 10 of us, you'll know that we started late. And the reason we started late is we bought this big old screen to shoot the words on. But the guy that we bought from used at a great price had been in California doing a show, drove home Saturday night, and left a message on my cell phone that night. Hey, I'm too tired to bring it out. He's out in Tempe or Mesa. So we had no screen. So I'm on the phone, like, get up, bro. We need a screen. We're starting this church. And he goes, well, I'll meet somebody halfway. And I think it was Papa Don. I don't remember who went. 
But Rand got the screen from this guy out in Tempe somewhere, came driving back. We put it together and had it ready to go about 15 minutes after the service started. We were there about three years, close to three years, when 4C, the church, had a bit of a, a difficulty about 2007. And the elders of the church asked if I would come in and help them out while they transitioned. Um, and, and I think, I think the, the sailors, sailors, you guys, guys were at 4C, and, and the Spicers, anybody else? Um, the Furs, if you know that they're, they're, they're part, part of our congregation, congregation. they were all kind of from that church. church. And, and so, so we did help them transition. And we, and we were, were in their building, building um, at, at Litchfield and 145th, um, for, for a couple months, months but, but I kept the lease up on the high school just to see what was going to go down. Well, somebody bought the property. And, and many, many of them joined us when we went back to Westview High school, school for only a couple months, and then we wandered around. around. So they, they wandered around from one place to another place. Uh, we, we moved to Palm Valley Theaters. theaters. Remember, Remember Palm Valley Theaters? theaters? That's, That's not that long ago. They just built the freeway. Just north of the freeway. And we had half the theaters. But we had to have an early morning service because they started the moves like 11.30 or something like that. So we had to be out. So every theater was a different classroom for kids or youth. And, and we, we would have, have to buy those big lights because it was so dim and dark. Um, that you, you know, the, the ones they used from construction, we buy those and put those in there. And uh, we grew there, um, and it was a lot of fun. Um, in the summer times, the theater next to me, they started early movies. And so we could hear the movie in ours. And the it was great when there was like one of these war movies. Like I would preach out of the Old Testament. God's about to come down from the heavens and... Take us out, you know. So, anyway, we grew there, but we also had the 2008 market crash. And the West Valley, I was told that Goodyear was the second hardest hit area in the whole United States. Half of our church lost their houses. And so, it was this moment where the finances were cut down quite a bit, and we really. We made, we made it through, through a tough, tough time. time. Um, and then, then in 2010, we were, we were looking for a new place to go because it's hard to grow beyond, beyond that in the movie theaters. And, and this, this property came up. up. And Papa Floyd and Sally were visiting that week. They were going to preach. And so I, I had, had him come. come. We got the keys and he was able to walk through these buildings. buildings. And, and he, he just said, he just said, the Lord's, Lord's going to give you this, this but you're going to have to fight for it. Do you, Do you mind, mind if I speak, speak that to the church on Sunday? And, and Sally, Sally said, Floyd, <laughs> like, that's, that's a big deal, deal and then we're, we're leaving after that. Like, Floyd's going to be sitting there holding this thing going. <laughs> he spoke the word, you're, you're gone, gone now. Um, um, I go, yeah, yeah go, go ahead, that, that sounds great to me. And um, he spoke that word over us. This scripture came up again in Psalm 105, in verses 43 through 45, just sort of cemented the deal. It says, He brought out his people with rejoicing, his chosen with shouts of joy. He gave them the lands and the nations, and they felt heir to what others had worked for, others had toiled for, that they might keep his precepts and observe his laws. And when, and when I, read I read that, that I thought, this, this, this is what, what the Lord's, Lord's done. done. This, this is a building that many wonderful people um, built years ago. And, and they, they want, want to keep this as a place where the Word of God, God goes forward. And that, that, that fit ours. So we, we contended, contended, 
and we, we had, had I think, think it was like, like four, four weeks, weeks. I, can't I can't remember to, to try, try to get a loan. What's well, 2010? The bubble had just, just burst. Every, Every bank wanted 50 percent down from, from a church. church. We didn't, we didn't have 50%. percent. Like, like, we, got we got this for a great, great deal, deal, but we didn't, we didn't have 50%. percent. So, so eight, eight days, days before on a Saturday, before we had, we had to make a decision, decision I, called I called the pastor of the church on a Saturday, and I said, we're not, not going to make, make it. it. Like, like, we're, we're not, not going to have money for this, this church. I just, just want to get it off my, my plate, release it back to you. And he goes, no, no you, you need to keep praying. I think the Lord wants to give you this place. We got eight days. No, you more faith than I did. No, I think God's going to give it to you. All right. So on, so on Sunday, Sunday morning, morning, somebody, somebody called, called me, and I had no, no idea, out of the blue, blue and, and said, listen, and he's, and he's almost, almost like regretting it, like he was, was <sighs> he said, the Lord told me to give you the loan for that place, I have the money, if you'll pay interest only, that's all you have to pay, for my wife thinks I'm crazy, but if you'll do it for 10 years, I'll give you 10 years to try to get a loan, you only have to pay interest only, and we'll purchase the building for a trust fund. And, uh, and, and so, so interest, interest only was, was the same way we were paying for rent at the theaters. theaters. And, and I'm like, okay, let's, let's do this. this. And, and so on December 10th, 2010, um, was, was our first service here. here. And, and within, within two years, we were able to secure a loan, our own loan, and pay that back and own this place um, as far as having a loan. And of course, we built the building back there just recently. And, and uh, the, the daycare, daycare there helped to help fund us. And um, needless to say, you're probably saying all the craziness of the 17, 18 years ago when I started praying. praying. Um, today, um, I'm going to announce my journey uh, is... Okay, okay, somebody, somebody else knows. Didn't come up. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to have to retire. January first. Ah. Um. I'll get, I'll get together. together. Sorry. Um. Primarily because of health. health. And. Uh, I was, I was doing, doing good today. I'm going to take, take you through. through. There's, There's like three influences that brought me to this, this excuse me, decision. I won't, I won't look, look at you right, right now. I'll look down here, right? Um, in, in my 20s and 30s, and 30s I, was I was diagnosed with, with stenosis, which is an, a narrow spine, um, and, and where the nerves, nerves come out, out which is abnormally narrow. Um, arthritis. arthritis and, and then, then a, a, a degenerative disease. And the, the doctor, doctor, when he found it back when I was 30, the arthritis, he just, just apologized to me because I'm so sorry. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't, I didn't know what he was talking about until um, I got an MRI this last March. And, and for some reason, the pain and the manifestations of the last three and a half years has really, since my last MRI, have really accelerated um, to, a to a place where my, my spinal, spinal cord, cord is um, in, in danger, danger a little bit from, from what's, what's going, going on. on. 
So, I went, I went to, to an orthopedic, orthopedic surgeon and, and a neurosurgeon to get confirmation, and they are going they they to do, do a, um, it's called a posterior laminectomy infusion from C2 down to T3. And, and simply put, um, they're going to have to cut through the muscles, and then they cut um, the top of the spine and pull that out. Um, and then, and then they, they fuse all those just together. together. I, just I just wanted to show you this so you can pray for me. You know, this, this is sort of a picture of what they do, um, and, and that, that gives the spinal cord a room um, to, to grow, grow, or, or not, not to grow, but room to, to, to move without, without being squeezed out, out which, which is where I'm at right now. Um, you, you can, can take, take that, except for not three discs. You can take that off because I don't want to more, but three discs are going to do eight discs. I'm like, like that. that. From, From the, the top, top of my neck, neck down, down to the middle of my back. Um, and both um, surgeons have told me it's a life-changing event. Um, there will be some form of uh, disability. Um, in my, in needless to say about how I go about life, when you have two rods down your back and your vertebrae are screwed into that. Um, they say recovery is really difficult. It could take up to a year. They're open, open for, for six months, months, but it could take up a year for the muscles to fully heal. Um, I, I met, met with the surgeon Friday, um, and, and I just asked him, I said, hey, why, why are we waiting? Like, if i got to have this done. And he said, well, we're waiting because most people want to wait till the last second, honestly, because they just they want to go to surgery, and they, a lot of them just that's going to be sort of where they stop. And I go, i got plans for... I've got plans for the future. So, so I'm like, it's, it's been 30, 30 years. I'm not, not giving, giving up, just, just so, so you know. know this, this is medical facts, facts right? Everybody get that. It's been 30, 30 years, though, and the last five years I've been in a ton of pain when I try to lead. Um, and, and so I've met, met with my family, my close pastor friends, a counselor, and, and they, they strongly, like, like really strongly, urged me that it's time for me to transition and retire from senior ministry to something that is uh, less stressful and intense and to um, get, get surgery. So sometime next year, we're looking at February or July, as it stands right now, um, for me to go through that surgery, and I'll be sort of out of commission for a while. Um, but those, but those are the medical, medical facts, facts, right? I'm just laying out to you what they're saying. Um, God can do what no man can do. Um, his, his goodness is never on trial in life. I've lived long enough to know that. His goodness is never on trial in life. He's good all the time. And um, I'm still believing for a different path, but where my spinal cord is getting, it would be irresponsible of me not to take that seriously. Um, from my, my body, body right? So, so that, um, that's, that's one influence. Another influence is the final passing of my, um, my spiritual father, father Floyd McClung, after five years of living with a, a, a debilitating sickness. He finally passed, and when, when I was at the funeral or the celebration life service, service um, there just was, was a word like, like who's going to finish the race for him. him. We're very, very close, close to Sally, Sally. and when, when I, I met him when he first met, his comment to me was, the Lord had called 
him to really minister to a handful of people. I'm going to father those who I know will father the next generation, and I'd like you to be one of those. And I've talked to Sally, and Judy and I speak to her a lot, and she's like, I think that you guys, in the next season of your life, can really take up that mantle that Floyd had to father next generation leaders, like really point their lives. I can, I can do that, that with my eyes closed. closed. Like, that's, that's my favorite, favorite thing in the world to do, is just to bless and encourage and to, to these young leaders that are doing great things for the future. I have, I have a passion for the move of God in Japan. Every time we go there, I'm meeting with young pastors in their 30s, and they're first-generation Christians. They had no spiritual fathers in the, in the, in the Lord above them and all. So that was a great influence of... There is a season left, i got to get through this, but there's a season beyond this that I can do that's calling, you know, just blessing and encouraging. I can even do that as I recover, um, but yet really focus on taking my time, and that's really important, and not feeling this pressure to have to get back to whatever I'm doing, and that's a big point. The third influence um, was um, the Lins, and they came here... They knew, they knew I was getting, getting an MRI, but we didn't, didn't know the results. And God, God had, I'll, I'll let them tell, tell the journey in a second. But, but um, I, I submitted, submitted my, my, resolution, my, res my resignation letter in June. And, and during, during this time since then, and now they've been um, interviewing and formally interviewing and vetting Sean. And um, they've, they've chose uh, him, him to replace me January 1st. And over, over the next few months, months I just, just watched the Olympics, right? Did you see the Olympics? And, and on, on a great, great relay race, race there's, there's this there's a section of, 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 the, of the track where, where one, one person hands off the other person the baton. And, and so this one begins to slow down, down this one begins to accelerate. But there's, there's this moment, and in my history with churches is probably too, too, when there's, there's been, been a transition, that, that, that doesn't, doesn't go well. well. <laughs> you know, you know, that, that, that handing of the baton doesn't go well. It's either the guy just chucks it and says, good luck with that one. All right. Or, or like, like he's hanging on before the line, he's not going to let go, go, right? It's like they're trying, trying to... So we, we believe, believe that the next four months is going to be great. Um, this, this is, these two are son and daughter of ours in the faith, we love them. And we, we just think, think that the next four months, months is going to be a great moment of transitioning and handing the ton off. I'll, I'll let you guys come and share your story, right? Sean or whoever. Song, check, check, check. Okay. okay. Well, <laughs> now that stopped, stopped my tears. tears. <laughs> um, it, it is a special place. Um, when we were, we were in California, California and praying about moving back, we, uh, I, just, I just needed to hear from the Lord. And um, he showed me in a wonderful way that, um, uh, I'll stand over here. Um, he, he gave me the scripture of uh, Colossians 1.25, and I put it up on my phone uh, as my wallpaper screenshot. And it says, in this church, I was made a minister according to the stewardship, which God entrusted to me for your sake. 
so that, so that I, I might make the word of God fully known, known among, among you. And so, and so he, he gave me that scripture and he showed me kind of a vacancy. And then that what Susie and I had to bring would fill that vacancy. And then the things that we didn't have were already in place and they were great. And um, my, my, my back history of church, we've been, <laughs> I grew up in church and uh, my grandparents, we went to a Baptist church, we went to a Sibley God, we've been involved with Foursquare, non-denominational, Calvary, all these different churches. And, and I, I never, never really understood why, but, but I, got I got to see different leadership styles and different things. We were involved in an inner city ministry and doing street, street stuff. And so all my life I've just seen these different experiences of ministry. Um, but, but there's something truly wonderful and amazing about this place. Uh, I was even talking to the lady uh, we met with, and, and she shared just all the chaos of her life. And she's like, I just need to get to church. And, and she, she saw this church, church, she's new to town, and she, she came, came in here, and the Spirit of God met her in such a beautiful place. She's, she's like, I was just weeping through worship. I was just weeping. And, and these people reached out to me, and these people reached out to me. And together, we are the church. You are life-giving to people in desperate need where you have no idea where they're, they're coming, coming through in these back doors. And your smile, and your encouragement, and your welcoming spirit changes things and that's, and that's where, where we were we we attended the church um, right, right here in this building we were doing ministry at apartment life right, right down, down on el barrage if you go straight, straight south south but we were we were down, down south <laughs> In, in El Mirage, and uh, doing, doing a part life, and um, we've, we've gone, gone through, through some church, church hurt. Has anybody, anybody experienced some church hurt? <laughs> Where the, the baton and whatever, whatever it was. Um, but, but she's, she's like, like, hey, I, I want to check, check out this, this little church. church. And, and I'm like, really? Why? why? <laughs> <laughs> and, and so we, we, we came in uh, Easter 2010. 2010. I really, I really felt, felt like God, God was calling, calling us to check, check out the church. church. It wasn't like, let's go look at that place. place. It, was it was like full blown. blown. I, every, every time we drove by, I just felt my spirit quicken. Like, like we, we got to stop, stop in. <laughs> so, we so we stopped in, and, and it, was it was your first Easter service. We had here, here, right, right here, here in this in this, this building. And I'll tell you what, Lloyd is really gifted at speaking things out, and he's taught me what I didn't see. And I, I wouldn't be where I'm at in ministry without his leadership. Um, I had grown up, up in church, church but he, he, he just unlocked something in me that I didn't know was there. there. And so um, when, when we, we moved back, back this place was a real place of healing and hope for us. And um, we ended up pastoring the, the campus in Levine. Had a great experience there. Um Moved to California, and I was associate pastor there, and got involved in all sorts of different ministry. Um, was a chaplain in our firehouse, um, but God brought us back here, and we didn't know all the details of the story. Um, but it seems like when you kind of um, lift up and see it from a bird's eye view, it really does make sense, and then the pieces um, they kind of you know all come together. So it's. Um, there was, there was something, something missing um, that, that we didn't find in California that we, we found, found here. here. And, and then that, that's 
Let's just all move to California. But there's that real sense of relationship. It's not just a tagline, but community and relationship. That's what we missed in California. We missed streams. Our, our children were dedicated here, and this is just, it holds a very special uh, place in our heart. Um, and I was talking to Susie, I says, you know, I, I've, I've done business, I've done houses, I've done all these different things, but if there was one thing I would want to do in this season, it's pastor this church. I really love this church, and I love the people in the church, and we together are God's church for this community, for this time, for this season. And that's not going to change. Um, and we love Pastor and, uh, Pastor Lloyd and Judy. She's still going to stay on staff. I am so blessed by the team. I mean, your kids are in great hands. I mean, Brittany does an amazing job. She loves our kids and your kids like nobody's business. Like, our kids are excited to see her, and, and Isaac and the youth team, like, they're just amazing, and Jackie, what a gift, what a gift, and I love the spirit of this church, it's really, really a wonderful thing, and, and, uh, I mean, just on and on, um, Lori is amazing, and just all the people that we've met here are so, so wonderful, but I, I feel like, um, with the experience, like, I, I have, <laughs> I know what to do. I know where to go. Like, I, I know I'm excited for small groups. I'm excited for relationships. I'm excited for what God has for us. And I was just so humbled um, singing that song, New Wine, because more than anything, I am desperate for God's spirit. Like, without that, we can do nothing. And I know that we're here for a reason, you know? And so um, Pastor Lloyd talks about you know, the work that he does <laughs> becomes, his, his sky becomes the ceiling for the next person or the floor. I said that wrong. said it wrong. <laughs> It'll be one of many. It's his motto. <laughs> Trying to thank you. Back. But anyways, we feel blessed to start, um, you know, to, to lead what God's, you know, started already. And so um, he is always welcome. And we just, we just love this body and this church, so. <laughs> um, so anyways I, I feel like we should pray and then I know that the elders want to come and share as well so um, Heavenly Father I thank you God for um, what you've done in this house what it's meant to us as a family um, and Lord I, I do just uh, thank you for uh, all the people who've, who've invested the man who gave the loan the worship leaders the, all, all the different staff all the different people who've labored in this ministry God, I thank you for Pastor Lloyd and Judy that they have run well and they're not done running. God, would you orchestrate the baton? Would you orchestrate this transition? And God, more than anything, we pray that you would be glorified, that you would be honored. You're welcome here, Holy Spirit, and we need your influence to reach people who need you. Um, Lord, it's our heart that, that your word would be made fully known. And Jesus, you are the word. And so I know that we need more of Jesus being fully known. That hearts are broken, that fear and discouragement and um, all sorts of things that the world cultivates. We need Jesus to be known fully in our lives and in this community. Would you do that, Lord? We cooperate with you and we love you. 
In Jesus' name, amen. Um, I want to bring up the elders or Paul. Um, I know he has a word to share, but I've, I've been so blessed and encouraged by these by these godly men. They have been wonderful to work with, and um, it's just been a great honor to, to serve with them. So um, give them a hand, give them, a, give them a, a round of applause here as they come. I didn't want to talk. Um, uh, this has been uh, um, a journey for me for 17, 18 years. I wouldn't be the man I am, the husband, the son, the, the father, um, if it hadn't been for what God has done at Strings Church uh, through Lord. So I know that um, God's faithful. He's there in the past, he's there in the present, and he's going to be here in the future. And that's what I hold on to and I want you to hold on to as well. So that's my two cents. Uh, Sherry and I have been at Streams since uh, fall of 2013. And we, we just saw something in Pastor Lloyd and his ministry in his streams that just attracted us. And we, we knew within a very short time there that this is where we needed to be. Um, what streams is, is there's not a lot of churches out there that really replicate who we are. And we came to recognize that. Um, God was doing some special things here, and we, we just wanted to be a part of it. And uh, we've never looked back, never never been sorry. This is where uh, we know God has placed us to, uh, to serve him and to be part of, of you. So we've been extremely blessed, and we, we just celebrate what, sh what uh, God ha has done with you, Lloyd, and, uh, and your ministry here, and we want to thank you for that. So... Is this on? Age, with age comes the loss of hearing, I guess. Uh, it's a, a privilege and, and an honor, actually, to watch and go through this process. I just want to share with the church that the transparency, the openness, the willingness, everything that I have seen going through this process has focused on you. Every single step of the way has been focused on the church. What's best? What does God want for us? What does God want to do to propel us as we, as we go forward into a, another generation, if you will, even another time frame? I'm going to kind of close this a little bit different, and I hope, I hope I get all the latitude. Lloyd, if you wouldn't mind standing. Judy, I know you're back there. Would you mind standing? If you're close to these two, I want you to gather around them. If you're not, extend your hand. The Apostle Paul, uh, if I can find my notes, the Apostle Paul had a prayer for the Church of Colossians, and uh, just deep inside, I just want you to know that this, this prayer is not just for these two, it's for the church, but I want you to listen to the words, and I want you to agree with us. Paul prays for the church, and he says this, Lloyd and Judy, Sean and Susie, Streams Church, as you live this new life, we pray that you will be strengthened 
from God's boundless resources so that you will find yourselves able to pass through any experience and endure it with courage. You will even be able to thank God in the midst of pain and distress because you are privileged to share the lot with those who are living in the light. So, Father, we pray that you would extend your light and your boundless resources to these two and that you would encourage, O oh God, these two as we move forward on this trail, God, that you have for us, on this journey, God, that you have for us, we're not letting go of anyone. We're transitioning. We're still moving forward, God, with the hope and the calling that you placed in this house. And for that, we thank you so much in Jesus' name. And everyone said, I want to invite the uh, the youth team up here to sing one more song. And um, as they come up, we just want to thank God for his faithfulness. And um, if you do need prayer, I just want to let you know we would, we would be honored to pray with you. We have a prayer team that will be right up here. And so um, let's go ahead and finish with worship. <laughs>